Hello, I'm Javis Lewis, and in this episode, I'm going to show you how to work with images in Storius, the creative writing application for macOS and iOS. You can get it at storius.com. The images in Storius can be used in three different places. One of them is inside the text, so in line with the text. So you imagine you have text, then there's an image, and then there's more text. Could be either a screenshot, could be, you know, could be anything. And the second option you can use images is in storyboards inside stories so that you can create something of a mood board to get the setting of either a character or a scene or a plot point just right that you have a visual kind of reference of several images that you can put together and just remind you of what your scene is all about. And the third option is that you can use them as little icons in what's known as story sheets. We haven't talked about story sheets yet. I will do that in a later video, but I will kind of preempt them here and just to show you how images can fit into that process. The way Stories does that is philosophically quite interesting. So you drag an image either into Stories or you use the file menu, use file import and then select an image. And then what Stories will do is it'll create a copy, a local copy inside the Stories document so that you can delete the original image from your hard drive wherever that was, either in the downloads folder or somewhere on a, on a connected USB stick or whatever. As soon as you drag it into Stories, you, Stories makes a copy of that so you can get rid of of the original if you want. That makes it very handy so it doesn't reference an image somewhere else. It, it always keeps a local copy around. That's very cool. And then the other thing that Stories does very well is that if you use that image in three different positions, Stories will not create multiple copies of it. It will always just reference the copy that Stories has in its internal storage. So very clever to save some space there. Philosophically also, Stories does something that other text processing applications do not do. So if I'm thinking of Word and Pages and their peers, they have a lot of options attached to images and that makes working with images a lot more complicated than it really needs to be for most occasions. So I remember when I wrote my first book in Word, that contained a lot of screenshots. I was explaining how to set up a lamp stack on a Linux laptop. And in so doing, I used a lot of screenshots and they were never quite formatted correctly. And that's because each image could be set up to be either in line with the text. It could be set up so that the text flows around the image. Every image was a different size and they were never quite adjusted correctly. I had to do all that manually. And if you have 100 images in your document, that just drives you nuts. And it's a lot of manual labor and you could do without that. So story is does away with many of these philosophical options by really only giving you a single option of how an image appears in your text and that is you can either have text displayed or you can have an image displayed but you can't have an image and text displayed on the same line if you will you can either only have a paragraph of text then you can have an image see that as another paragraph and then you can have more text and the, the image is always formatted full width by default you can align it, you can change the size of the image, but it'll always be aligned as if it was a text document and nothing else. That is the only thing that Stories does and it does that very well. For, for me as a tech writer, that's fantastic because I don't have to worry about that. And it'll also acknowledge those things when it comes to exporting your document either as an EPUB or a PDF or a Mobi version for Kindle distribution. So let's see how to do that.
I've got the welcome dialog open here with stories and I've got a few images sitting on my desktop. These I'm going to use and they're of varying quality. Some are PNGs, some are JPEGs. They're not labeled in a meaningful way. So some are just, you know, IMG underscore some weird number. And as I said, they're all different sizes here. And I'll see, we can always we can have a look at that. This is, this is a square one that contains transparency, I believe. Yes, I think it does. Well, maybe it doesn't. This definitely is one that contains transparency here, the WordPress logo. And then I've got a, a screenshot of a very nice produce here at my local supermarket. Those are dragon fruits, by the way, surrounded by you know lemons and limes and Novell oranges. And uh, this, I believe, was my lunch the other day. It's a vegetarian uh, green-wise chili from Publix on the bay very exciting um, and this is oh yeah this is when i survived my first cycle after i had survived cancer which is awesome read about it in my latest book broken bowels tales of a super survivor you can get it on amazon or you can even get it as a free copy if you support me through my patreon campaign i'll put a link in the description underneath that video so let's see how we can utilize all these images in storyist let me create a new stories project here and I'm just going to call that. Um, you're going to use the novel template here and I'm going to drop that on my desktop. I'll just go and save that. Uh, nowhere particular, just on my desktop uh, images test, I'll call it. And I'll spell it correctly as well. There we go. So it contains some dummy text already, and I'm going to refer to that going forward. That's kind of nice. We've got the uh, several chapters here, and we've got characters and settings. Uh, we're going to worry about that later. So I'm going to delete these things for now. But we have one images folder with a description about the images folder already. I'm also going to delete that description, by the way, so that we get uh, that we just um, and I'm going to delete the title page and about this template as well, so that we're just literally just left with the manuscript and a couple of chapters here. So you have uh, various options of how to deal with images in stories. The first thing is to get them into the project, and that's either possible via the file menu, file, import, and then you select your image. For example, on my desktop, I'm just going to select this one here, Cancer Cycling, and I'm going to import that. You can import multiple images into the project as well. That's, that's possible too by simply shift selecting them. So file, import, and then you can maybe select this one and that one. Just hold shift down while you select multiple images and then hit import. Or I'm just going to go cancel out of this. You can also just drag them in to your project. So if I do, if I just uh, make that stories window a little bit smaller, I can just go and drag an image and left click and drag and hold that and just drag it into here. That'll also work. And then we have this image in here. You can even go one step further and go into the text that you want to use for that image. So in case uh, I'm just going to make that a little bit smaller here, perhaps, and say down here, I'm going to split this up and uh, or maybe it's this kind of at the end of a line here. Perhaps I'll just go and um, do that here just before the end of that section in the middle of the page. I'm going to go and 
drag an image directly onto that place and look what happens there. So if I use this image here, I'm going to left click and drag. I'm not going to drag it anywhere here into the project navigator. I'm going to go and drag it right inside my document. And then the image you can see, I'm still left clicking. I've not let go of my, my click here on my trackpad yet. I can position that anywhere I like and then let go. And then the image will be kind of right dropped into the text. And look also what's happened here. The image has also been put into the images folder at the same time. So that's kind of encouraged so that your thoughts and the, your images are kind of more organized. So when you do it that way, then uh, stories is kind of to put the image directly into your images folder. Otherwise, they just lurk around in the root view of your project navigator from where you can now go and select them and basically just drag them into that folder. And then you can close that folder and you know, they're all in a central places. Calm, organized thoughts. They're very important for that to happen sometimes. So let me go back into my text here and show you what that image looks like. It's now here. And no matter what the original size of the image was, Stories will try its best to make it kind of full width if the size of the image allows that. You can change the size. You can make it a bit smaller if you like, and you can make it larger as well. But when you make it too large, then, well, it may, first of all, snap onto the next page. But it will also, you see that on the right-hand side here, cut off the image. So Stories will make its, try its best to make it as big as possible. But if you make it too big, then things may get cut off. So that's why when you import an image straight into the text, it'll retain its width as full width, but uh, it'll just automatically match the height. And then if you make it bigger, then things may get cut off. You know, just something to be aware of. You can then make it smaller again. And then, you know, it, uh, it kind of depends on the page format and where and how big the image looks like. I'm going to make it a little bit smaller here uh, so that it fits on this side. And now you can see that it's kind of left aligned with the paragraph indent here. And it also retains a bit of space above and below the image, which is kind of great. And if you uh, format this as an EPUB or a Kindle version, then this will be this will also retain its full width properties there. If you don't meddle with this, with the size too much. But there's no other kind of text flowing around options here. Stories doesn't have that, and that makes my life, my personal life, a lot easier here. So um, there's a couple of things that we can do here. We can, of course, go to the Format Inspector up here and then select the text alignment with the image selected. I can go either left aligned, which is this currently, or I can use right aligned, which means the image snaps to the right, or I can use the center aligned, which means the image is dead in the center of my text. And that's kind of what you want, no matter how you then format the text going forward. So um, if you have an image already imported into Stories and you want to use that, uh, for example, after this section closes, just add a couple of empty lines here. Head over to your Images folder and uh, drag that thing in. Well, I'm going to make you use this one. So left click and drag and just go and pop that in here. And then Stories, once again, has formatted this so that it fits the full width of the image and automatically matches the height. And then once again, you can either do that center, right aligned or left aligned, depending what floats your board. If you do it center aligned, you probably can make it a little bit larger before story starts cutting things off there. You can see that on the right hand side, it always does that if you make it too big. So that's how you deal with images inside text.
but images can also be used in two other ways there in stories and so let me show you that now in fact let me first of all let me drag this image into here as well into the images folder and that one as well i'm just going to drag that in and then i'm going to go and make that full width again oh no actually i won't make that full width again i will now go and delete all these images from my desktop i'm just going to go and move them to the trash whoa but as you can see, these images are still in stories. It's kind of, you know, proof of concept there that even though I got rid of my source image, the image is still in my stories document. So they're still safe. That's kind of cool. And of course, should you say, actually, I don't need this and you go and um, delete that image either by, uh, by just clicking on it and hitting the backspace key, you always have it in the project trash. Don't forget that. So if you do, if you remove that and you say, hey, actually, I didn't mean to do that, you can say show the project trash and there is your image here somewhere. There we go. And then you can go and bring that back just by sliding it back up there. Just thought I'd mention that uh, I've made a whole video about the project trash. It's one of those things. It's uh, if it's hidden, it's easy to forget that it's even there. So it's nice to know that we have it. So that's images inside your manuscript, inside the text. The second place in which you can use an image is in the storyboard view. And that is, if you remember, if we have a section here, this is the start writing section, we can go, this is the outline view here. This is kind of, first of all, what we're looking at right now, this is kind of the manuscript view, I guess, the view as text. The second little thing here is view as outline. And then the third thing is view as storyboard. And that's where you can also use images. So in your outline view, you can't use images. If you try and drag one in here, it doesn't really work. Nothing happens. But if you head over to the storyboard view of the uh, start writing section. This is now something where you can use images and this is good to create something of a mood board. So if you have a section and you have a specific idea for the section, you would go and double click into here and uh, put some ideas down on paper as to what this section is supposed supposed to be all about. So make some notes, type notes as to what this section is supposed to be about. But sometimes to get your creativity flowing and also to get a visual idea of what the section is all about, you can drag images into here as well. So just click left click and drag and dump them here and uh, and just, you know, drop as many images in here as you want. And then again, you can click on this and make it a bit bigger. If you want one image to be bigger than another, that's also possible. You can do that. And also you can make this whole mood board bigger or smaller with this little slider at the bottom to kind of match it to your screen size. So you can put as many images in there as you like. So perhaps, uh, whoops, well, that's not what I meant to do. Perhaps uh, put one image in and make one image much, much bigger than all the other images. You can do that as well. Whatever needs to happen for you to have a visual idea what your story or what this section is all about. You can grab some images from Google and then just, you know, let your creativity run with that and build the scene that you want to describe with words and describe that visually. It's a very helpful writing aid if you want to use that. So that's the second way you can use images in stories. And of course, then when you go back to the text view, then you only have your text there and you go back to your storyboard view and you have your images there. So that's how you can switch between them. And like I showed you in a previous video, you can have this view 
next to your writing view and then you can have both these things side by side and write the text in one window and then look at the images on the other side. So that's a great way of having both of these things displayed at the same time. Your written notes, your images in one section and then type in the other window. Very good uh, way of writing and very good way of sticking to what you actually want to write about. So that's the second way to use images. The third way is story sheets. And we haven't spoken about story sheets, but in essence, you click on this little plus icon here and say, instead of new text file, you say new story sheet. And we're gonna talk about that in a later video, but for now, I'm just gonna use a character or maybe a scene sheet here. I'm gonna say choose, and that will create a new document and I'll say test scene here. That creates it there and you can see it has this little different kind of icon, kind of a clapper icon there uh, for screenwriters. Scene sheets also have the storyboard view, which is why you can only see uh, index card right now. And we can use the same principle as what I've just shown you. You can drag images into here and then you can create a scene description with images here. So again, as a mood board, if you like. But the other view that you can use for scene sheets is of course this view here, which is the text view. And if you do that, then you can see what the scene is all about. You can give it a synopsis, you can give it some details and so forth. And you can also see that this has got a little icon attached in the top right corner there. And that's where you can also use images. So I can now drag an image and can't drop it anywhere here, but I can drop it where this little blue box appears on the top right here. And if I drop that image here, then I've got it here. So that's kind of cool to outline, to just get a little icon of your scene that you're describing. So perhaps if this is a coffee shop scene, perhaps you have a little picture of a coffee shop there. So that visually reminds you, oh yeah, that's where we are right now. And that's where, what the scene is all about. Just a little visual indication there. It's like, you know, branding is everything, isn't it? It's one of those things. And you can also, if I uh, were to create a scene sheet about a character, or so, sorry, a story sheet about a character, uh, let's say um, character, there we go. And I'm going to call my character Dave Lee, like my good friend Dave Lee. He makes an appearance even here. How exciting is that? As soon as I hit return, that changes here as well as there. And perhaps I want to have a little icon of how, what Dave Lee looks like. So I could use this picture which is my cancer cycling picture, which is of course much too large. And this is not really uh, what, what I wanna focus on. So my character is perhaps this guy in the background here. He's uh, super tiny at the moment. So right now, this image might not mean anything to me. So that's where we can use a little built-in option in stories that is by just double clicking on this, I get this little dialogue here. And that's very exciting stuff because I can now zoom in to the picture. And I can also not just zoom in, I can also move the picture by just literally left clicking and dragging and finding the section that I want to focus on. So perhaps, you know, I can focus on this lady or I can focus on the valet parking, which was $7 on that day. Ooh, one of those things. Or I can focus on this guy. Let's focus on this guy and uh, zoom out and say this is Dave Lee or this is how I like to visualize Dave Lee. You know, this is something that uh, you can do, you can hit done, and then you've got a zoomed in version of that character. So if you have a group photo and you have five interesting characters you wanna write about, this that's the way to do it, it's kind of interesting. 
And I'll show you one other trick while I'm, while I'm doing it. You can double click in here and you can say, uh, you can have, you can switch to the camera. So this is now the built-in camera in my 27 inch Thunderbolt display here. And I can actually look into this and go uh, three, two, one, I'm getting a countdown. There we go. And then I can say done. And then that's the picture that'll be used. So you can do that as well. You can even use your webcam. I believe you can even import things from other sources around your network there. So that's how you can use images in stories. And I find that's a great writing help either for tech articles inside your manuscript or inside story sheets or inside mood boards here. Don't forget, you can also do that here. Oh yes, by the way, um, when you do that, when you crop an image, stories will create a cropped version of that. So it doesn't touch the original image that you've now got two images. So you've got the you've got this one that I've just taken with my webcam here, and you've got this one which was the the large image. And Stories has now made that into a different image there. Speaking of just one thing about images, you don't have to put them in the images folder. It's just you know good practice to do that and to kind of calm and organize your thoughts here. Like with many things, you can put everything in folders here on the left hand side. Uh, one thing, speaking of organizing things, you can rename images inside here. So if you think, well, image.tiff doesn't mean much to me, perhaps we can just click on this once until this uh, change dialog comes up. And then you can say uh, Dave Lee close up if you want to do that close up there. Or in this case, uh, I can say uh, me on webcam. There we go. You can do that as well. And uh, that's just there so that you know what image is what without looking at them. You go, oh, that's perfect. That's exactly what I want. So like in this case, IMG 6334 doesn't mean anything to me. That's just my wife's avatar who's saying, oh, really? Because that's kind of a catchphrase we use. So um, I can say Julia, whoops, Julia's avatar or orly. There we go. Or, you know, whatever you want to do. This is uh, this is called uh, dragon fruit. I guess you get the picture. That's how you use images in stories. Join me for other videos in this series. You can catch these as audio feeds on my stories podcast, if you like. I have several podcast feeds, but there's one specifically for stories. So you can listen to that in your car or while you're on your bike or while you're out walking. It's very nice to get concepts reinforced and then, you know, have a better writing experience with, with stories. And if you like this video, then of course, please share it with friends, family and total strangers. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I will see you next time. Take care and happy writing. Bye bye.